Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. You've had a real long day. Nothing good is on the radio. So let's talk your troubles away. Just a couple of guys trying to analyze the things we do and see. Play a game or two, maybe an interview. What a place to be! It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. What a good way! What a good sign! What a good thing! It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. You know the thing about picnics. Is that no one ever tells you that it becomes like a core workout? In what sense? Like you have the picnic, you know, the picnic mat, and like the food, and then the the, the board game in our case, and then like you just gotta like hold your core up and sit like I sit Indian style, cross legged. Oh, cross legged. Right, right, right. <clears throat> I think like nothing. I'm gonna lean on your. Yeah, there you go. Now I'm leaning. Feeling good. <laughs> um. It's not. I guess it's something that you didn't grow up doing, but almost everyone in Singapore, like especially in primary school and secondary school, like you sit like that all the time. Yeah, me me too. Yeah, but I guess as I get older, how how is it a core workout? Is it a core workout? Is it a core? I don't know. Like because I don't have a desk or a chair situation in my room. You're used to it. This is yeah. I also like I, I work in this position, just seated on the floor. Although it's not, it's not good for your body maybe i'm just not used to it like i'm used to sitting at my computer chair or like right. my ergonomic stuff but it's also just not good for you to sit like on your ass like on your sit yeah. bones like on the floor like that's, that's why they invented Asian an, squatting, right? <laughs> yeah for an extended period of time i've been doing that like all fucking day today and um it's 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 hurting don't, don't you feel like lower back pain yeah yeah that's what i feel yeah, yeah and therefore yeah. it's a core workout like i feel like if you engage your core more really lock in that lower back you'd you'd, you'd be stronger or right whatever um, so we are still currently on Instagram Live because we are doing the whole thing where we take questions. And if anyone has any questions, just shoot it over and we will answer them at the end of the episode yeah. and blah, 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 blah. And, and if you're listening to this episode, podcast episode live and you're like, oh, I always miss it. I mean, roughly 90% of the time we'll do it Tuesday evening Singapore time around, you know, 8, 30, 9, 10. But also if you do, if you do have a pressing question, just ask it. Just like, ask it. On some form of social media. We read most of the things that come to us, you, like be it through email or through social media or whatever. Yeah. So, also, I, yeah. I spoke to a new fan the other day, uh, yesterday, Nathan. Yes. A friend of mine from Improv was like, hey, I listen to your podcast. It's great. And he goes, if you had a po- if you had a Patreon, I would totally support. And I was like, hey, bro, <laughs> because we do have a Patreon. It's all in the show notes. So the way to reach us through Instagram or through our email or through our website or through Patreon is all on our web is all in the show notes. Plug, plug, but plug, no one plug, reads plug, them. Plug, plug, no plug, one reads plug. them, so I have to plug it here. Check us out on patreon.com slash goodhang, I think it is. Nobody reads the show notes, man. I know, that's why I'm doing it here. I've I like literally the two years three years ago I told you nobody hey, I know. Hey man, nobody reads the show notes. I know. Just don't I'm, stop stop. I'm like, just gonna put Lorem Ipsum <laughs> shit that thing. Yeah. But I because the thing is I can't I I keep saying that I read the show notes for other people's podcasts, even though it's really quick. I'll just be like, okay. But okay. 
Yeah, great. It's a very specific thing. It is. Yeah. Also, so, so you mentioned that you. Oh, sorry, you're saying? No, I was going to say it's weird to say an actual website, right? I'm like, hey, if you want to check us out, go to google.com, hit enter, and then type in Good Hang Podcast. Like, that's like more. Like, who doesn't do that? What? Like, when you say, hey, check us out at goodhangpodcast.com or check us out at nathanhartono.com, isn't that weird? Isn't it like. I just tell people, look up Good Hang Podcast. That's what I'm saying. Like, go to Google. I just say, look up Good Hang Podcast and You'll they'll look us. it up. In like however they want to, they can Google it, they can Instagram search it, they can Twitter search it, they can Facebook search it, yeah. they can website search it, they can uh, what else do we have? Uh, Tumblr? No, we don't have a Tumblr. No. Um, Flickr? No, we don't have a Flickr. Um, OnlyFans? Yeah, yeah, we do. Soon. <laughs> Check it out. <clears throat> oh, it just, I sound, cost five dollars. I sound so like hoarse. Sorry about. Well, you've been singing all day, haven't you? I've been singing all fucking week. Yeah, like while I was out having a picnic with our lady roommates, you were just like, just yeah. So talk talk about your little picnic situation. Yeah. Well, okay. We have one. We've mentioned our roommates multiple times in the show. Uh, if you're listening, which you don't, you guys suck, by the way. Uh, but one of them works like a like a mad woman. She's working twenty four seven almost every day of the week mm-hmm. since, especially since COVID started. And she was like, guys, I'm taking two days off, and I'm like, oh god, what do you want to? do i please i would love to do do whatever you want to do and she was like let's go out and while we're out let's play board games i was like sure (laughs) so we've been doing that we went to um uh fort canning uh and then we just hung out got eaten up by ants there's a lot of ants there by the way i'm not yeah i'm not i'm not a big fan of picnics in singapore specifically nature dude i love nature but the thing is like in different countries, like the bug You're situation right. is different. You're absolutely right. Like for me, it's really just like I hate getting bitten. I hate like the humidity and like sweating and feeling uncomfortable. <laughs> so like, um, for example, like when I was in Nepal, mm-hmm. dude, I could have spent like days in that forest because I didn't get bitten a single time. No mosquitoes, really. No like little. Well, then again, I was also lines. wearing like two layers oh, yeah. of clothes yeah, because too. it was cold. So maybe they just weren't able to penetrate to my denim jacket right just really quick about three people on instagram say they do read the show notes so you're my people vindication vindicated i am something i am something but is it a tropical thing that that insects here are such dicks um i think so because we got there dude i I know like the humidity in the in tropical countries definitely makes it easier for them to breed yeah yeah like, we got there. We were like, that's a good spot next to that tree. We approached the tree. There was a hornet, like this big. Yeah. This is a recreation right in front of your ears, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. So we were like, okay, let's go over there. And then we, like, sat on an anthill. And then we sat on another anthill. But it was, it's, all that said, it was still, like, a really lovely day. It was nicely overcast, <laughs> so it wasn't too hot. Uh, yeah, it was a good, chill day. That's what we were doing. What, what were you doing today? Um, when you had that apartment all to yourself, finally all quiet. Um, not much really, just work stuff, yep, yep, recording yep. stuff and like work calls and yeah, it's been a busy week and it's going to be a busier few weeks because, um, got a bunch of new releases coming up. Oh yeah. Um, some that still need some like final tweaks, thus the recording. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm honestly like just very like right now i'm very i'm very like testy it's been a, it's been a long fucking week and i just want to not do anything for a while it's coming soon like is it is a finishing line is approaching soon i guess no i just want, i just want to like not do anything for a whole day you want to just bruno mars it um yeah uh but i did mention uh, uh manage to sneak in like some binge watching oh did you despite the busyness but i'll talk about that later we can talk reco- about that later. yeah in the recommendation section but i i feel like um, a lot of people, at least a lot of Singaporeans, would love to hear, 
Like, what was your experience of doing NDP? Because you did NDP yeah. for like, how many times have you done it? By the way, um, this okay. So I did it for the first time in two thousand eight. Mm-hmm. Um, and great then, footage of that. Yeah. By the way, thank you for sharing that. That was glorious. And then I did it two other times when I was in the army because mm-hmm. I was in the music and drama company, which right. is like a big part of NDP. But that wasn't like you. That was like the company. Yeah. Also, right. I didn't even perform. <laughs> Um, I, I was, I was swing okay. for one of the hosts, but also technically I was just like on babysitting duty. Fair. They put me in the trailer with like all the kid performers and uh-huh. you take care of them and like, listen to, um, this guy. Yeah. Listen to Corporal Hartono. Corporal Hartono. That was my You're a corporal? That's as high as you can get when you're pesky, when you're, when you're oh, lower. No, I'm going to say that's high. Oh, wait, no, sorry. Is it corporal? What, what's after private? Sergeant. No. Oh, is it different? something in, in between. Uh, is it different in the Singapore Army compared to America? Because America, it goes Maybe. private, sergeant, then I want to say lieutenant. <clears throat> yeah, lieutenant. Okay. I'm pretty, I, I just know that... Are you sure corporal is not between... There, pri- are you thinking of colonel? Maybe think of colonel. Yeah. Guile was a colonel. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't a fucking colonel. <laughs> I, wasn't a, I, wasn't an L, I was an LTC Hartono. Oh, yes. Corporal I, is right above I was private. CPL Hartono. Yeah. Okay, I got it. I was CPL Hartono. I was like, wow, you're, you're Guile? <laughs> Yeah. guy level so it was it was very much like okay listen to corporal hartono and like and listen and like do what he tells you to um but they were like good kids they didn't need babysitting oh that's good but yeah like i i i did that for two years <laughs> and then i did it again on sg50 mm-hmm. um which was 2015 five i want to say five years ago yeah and then again this year that's great yeah 2020 uh, so, if, i thought you were like a mainstay i thought you did like every year oh no 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 i would not like they they asked me the year I, I did Sing China, of course, or like the year right after I did Sing China, mm-hmm. but um, I didn't want to do it then. Um, I'm sure you were super. Your schedule was crazy then. No, it was really just because I didn't want to do it then. <gasps> yeah, <laughs> it was really just because I didn't want to have do a shock it. face because because um, they just wanted me to do like a like a number in between, mm-hmm. and they didn't offer me the theme song. Oh, and I was like, excuse me, do you know who I am? Theme song or bust boy? Bitch. <laughs> No, because it's it's like a thing where like if you're gonna do the same show, you want to like yeah, yeah, yeah. you know step up the ladder yeah. a little bit as opposed to like keep getting called back to do the same shit every time. So now that I've done the theme song, I feel like I can't do NDP you anymore. You yeah, peaked? unless unless they give me another theme song. What if you go back and you like start babysitting again and it's like a cycle? Um, then then that's when I know my my career is like on its way down. I guess on the downward. No, spiral. it's just a cycle, man. It's cyclical <laughs> like poetry. It rhymes. Um. But uh, yeah, the when when because like I the reason why I wouldn't want to do that show like all the time, mm-hmm. even if they asked me all the time, is that it's not an easy show to be a part of. It's quite troublesome actually. Um, it's it's a great cause. It's a great program, and like a lot of it's man, a great country. <laughs> a lot of man hours go into it. A lot mm-hmm. of dedication goes into it, and it's very admirable what they try to do every single year. But to be a part of it as a performer can be exhausting. I'm sure. It looks exhausting like hell. It can be exhausting. Not not just like the performance <clears throat> bit, but like you have to report yeah, at like 12 or 1 in the afternoon. Stuff, yeah. You got to like wait around, like find shit to do. Mm-hmm. Like essentially just like, you know, do you got, nothing you up until... Red. 
<laughs> you gotta do nothing up until like your standby time, which is always like an hour before you're supposed to get on stage. Mm-hmm. So you're just hanging around there and standbying for an hour. Is there any fun? And there's no fun like green room antics you can share with us. Like, what's Hosian Lung like? What's he like? Um, <laughs> not really. They keep everyone quite separated. Oh, because and like social distancing too, I guess. Yeah, but even in years prior, yeah. like unless you knew them from before, of course you make friends doing the show and all that. But it's just kind of doing your own thing. It's it's a lot of. It's it's a huge time suck. Mm-hmm. Basically, like your weekends are burnt like all the time. So um, that's that's probably why I wouldn't want to do it like every single time. But every once in a while, you know, if they're asking me, it's cool. Anyway, how did it go? It was fine. I mean, I'm sure you guys watched it. If you didn't, then uh, uh, it's on YouTube. Leave this country. Oh, damn. Call yourself a Singaporean. <laughs> or for those of us who are not Singaporean... Or for those of you who are not Singaporean listening, check it out on YouTube. Dude, I, can I just say, like, it's always weird to fan out, but I really like your song. I like it, that song. It's, it's a good a, song. It's a, it's, a, it's a sweet little song. It's, it's heartwarming. Yeah. Like, I think in the context of the entire show and with all of the video pieces that they put up and all of, like, the visuals that they put up, the song makes a lot more sense in that context. Mm. To be fair, I also understand why people say, "Oh, it's slow, it's boring." Like you know, I, the song, yeah, <laughs> like play it at one point two five speed. You want to turn up the BPM on that one? I kind of, no. like, I understand. You know, I don't agree. Wait, I almost but, forgot this. But during the end of the production of NDP, didn't they play like a techno version of your song? Yeah, they did. Is that what they want? Is that what the people want? No, if they want it, they got it. <laughs> I had no idea that existed. Like legit, it was just during one rehearsal, it started playing over the speakers. And I was like, huh? Weird. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, just, it's, like, it's just weird that I didn't hear that this was happening. Yeah. Um, they, they, just put it, they just put it on you. Yeah. But um, the, the show was all right. You can check it out. Um, it was really, it's, it's hard to like, like, you know, gush about how it went because we rehearsed that show like probably 10 or 12 times. Yeah. We, like I've done that number in that costume with those lights on those sta- on that stage about 10 or 12 times, um, maybe even more because we rehearsed it like every Saturday and for the last like seven Saturdays. And in between, they would always like, call me back to you know do camera rehearsals or do like this little technical rehearsal thing so we've run the show so many times and we run the full show so many times that honestly it didn't make it, it wasn't like a huge like difference right on show day especially because there was still nobody in the audience <laughs> like <laughs> it was weird yeah it, it, it wasn't like oh show day everyone's here but like the prime minister was five, it, right yeah but like it's yeah. it's still just like 20 or so, Whoa, good job. (laughs) Sips his teacup. It's still just like a handful of people scattered around like a giant 5,000-seater theater. And that's how it has been throughout the last few weeks' uh, rehearsal. Like, there's always an audience, but it's always just like 50 or 70 people like scattered around. And it's usually just like the the organization, team, the crew, everything. Um, So yeah, honestly, it didn't feel all that like crazy. It didn't feel like all that um, uh, like... Um, insane just because we had done it so many times sure but there was a cool thing that happened at the very end oh uh the lieutenant colonel lieutenant colonel (laughs) of 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 the ndp committee like the guy in charge of all the things um he gathered us on the rooftop of the star vista oh that sounds nice 
yeah, for the fireworks uh, to to just like give us like a like a debriefing and a thank you. And at the very end of it, uh, he spoke and he was like, "Okay, guys, thank you so much. You know, um, I don't have much to say. Everyone said everything already, and I'm not great with words." But with my rank and my power, or he didn't say that. But <laughs> with my rank and my by the power vested in me, <laughs> he didn't say that. But he like essentially <laughs> had what, vibe. It, what it sounded like was like with my rank and my power, <laughs> a vast and then like fireworks. Whoa! Yeah, he gave us like a private fireworks display um, just for all the performers and the crew and like the people backstage. Did he really do like an arm team. motion? Like that just made it happen? Like did it happen? I'm pretty sure like he just like texted somebody or uh, just yeah. like gave like a go. Um, like, I, when I raise this arm, <laughs> unleash the yeah. glory of fireworks. Yeah, yeah, and then like uh, like across the way, like we see in an open field next to the MRT station, they just start shooting fireworks. Whoa, that's because crazy. because this was like probably North, a right, full. Right? This was probably a full forty-five minutes after all of the main firework displays. Oh, so like oh oh, so literally like a private yeah one yeah, for yeah you it was a private one. That's so, nice. Like, my main thought was like. How fucking terrified would have like the pedestrians been like if they had no idea what was happening? Because <laughs> I saw someone like walk towards it in the field. Wait, because, <laughs> yeah, it's like what's oh the actual thing that shot out the things. Yeah. Oh, that's scary. Yeah, a little bit. Sure. Like, all, it, it, it was also fun to see like all the cars just suddenly drive a lot slower. <laughs> that's and, crazy. Like, just stop. Um, but yeah, that was a cool little thing. That is a cool thing. And um, this year's show was a really it was a, it was a cool one to be a part of. I'll say that like That's the actual great. show day itself was whatever um, because we've done it so many times. But the entire process was fascinating. It was very interesting. I'm not going to forget it for a while, and I'm pretty sure everyone involved is going to look back on it as like just weird times, you know? Yeah, weird weird times. But I mean, I feel like people will be like, "Hey, you remember the first NDP? Yeah, yeah. Remember the tenth NDP? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about the one we were locked down because of COVID?" Which COVID? Oh, oh, the first time. Yeah. But yeah, no, I'm sure it's memorable. Um, should we say goodbye to our oh, Instagram yeah, friends? Oh yeah, I completely forgot. Also, Joel's there and he asked a question that you literally just answered. Thanks a lot, Joel, you fuck. Okay. That's mean. I'm gonna... But thank you again for giving us the name Good Hang. You're the inspiration in our lives, Joel Chua. Did he give us a name Good Hang? Yeah, we were hanging. Dude, I told the story a couple times, but for new listeners, it might be nice to hear. Like we, You and I were hanging out at my place. And we were talking about other people we should hang out with. And then mutual friend, we're like, hey, we should hang out with Joel. He's like, and you're like, yeah, he's a good hang. And I was like, that's the name of our podcast. It was that instantaneous. You Wait, remember that? Sorry, I, I wasn't listening yeah, to Yeah, you were. Uh, what did you say? Who said? Who God, said? This is, Nathan doesn't listen to me. I now. was ending the thing on Instagram. I was taking yeah. screenshots of the questions. You and I were hanging out. Uh-huh. And uh, we were trying to figure out who else we should hang out with. I don't mm-hmm. know why. And mutual Joel, she was our mutual friend. And you were like, I was like, let's hang out with Joel. And you're like, yeah, he's a good hang. And I was like. That's a good name for a podcast. So I did it, not Joel. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> no, I said he was the inspiration behind it. He was he was the muse. I think all th- I think it's a thirty three percent thing. Yeah. You said he's a good. I said that's a good name for a podcast. Okay. So whatever. Okay. 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 It's, it's it's like how um you know in in uh, standard songwriting things yeah um unless there's a pre agreement there's like a hundred people that. <laughs> Unless unless there's a pre-agreement, like basically, even if you contributed like two words to a song, you get full credit. You get like equal percentage. Equal percentage. Yeah. So say for example, like you're in a room with like Pharrell, and like you go like, no, not 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 and. How about 
If. If. <laughs> yeah. If. And then... I'm a millionaire. <laughs> yeah, but chances are if you're in a room with Pharrell, there was a pre-agreement. But, you know, if, say, like, a bunch of people were just like, let's write a song together, or, like, just in a room writing a song, it's always, like, an equal 50-50 split. Wow. Yeah. So someone was like, because you're happy. How about, what if you're the one who's that? What if I'm happy? <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> hey, does that mean that Hugh Laurie gets, owns a percentage of Hamilton? Why? Hugh Oh, yeah, fun story. Yeah. Uh, which segues into something I want to talk to you about. Um... Hugh Laurie and Lin Manuel Miranda did uh, a guest spot on House, House. and like uh, he was talking to Hugh. Uh, Lin was talking to Hugh about um, about the show he was writing. Like, it was very much in the infancy, and he was talking about how I think I want to have King George be a character and, and sing ballads. And then he was like, "Oh, I guess it's a great idea. You'll be back." <laughs> and then Lin was like, "Yes." And then he wrote the song. What? You'll be back. That's what Hugh Laurie said. But why? Because as a joke, he's like, Lynn Mitman was like, I'm going to have the character of King George uh-huh. and talk about his views on the American colonies revolting. Right. And then Hugh Laurie was like, oh, yeah, like a break. Uh, you'll be back. Oh, right. And then you'll be back. Yeah. Also, not good pod, Nathan, but look at this video of a little child that you and I both know. That's a creepy way of saying it. Mm-hmm. But a friend of ours, like some kids watch Frozen. Some kids watch Trolls. We introduced Hamilton to Sophie Claire. And mm-hmm. she is so adorable. Oh, she's like she's like sitting there watching it, like in this video, which we're not going to play. She's just like her her hands are on her chin, like this, addicted to it. It's so cute, and we 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 help facilitate that. We introduce them, so it feels good, man. I was watching a TV show with her, um, Sophie Claire, the other week. She's three, um, two. Yeah, we were watching something about a monkey that fixes things with a tool belt. Ah. I forgot, I forgot what tool, it's called. Tool. No, the theme song is literally like something, something, monkey with a tool belt. Something, something, mm-hmm. monkey with a tool belt. I forgot what the name of it is, but going yeah. well when you know a monkey with a tool belt. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I feel like I, 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 I'm pretty sure there's like tons of great kids shows now. I just don't know which ones are great. You're getting old, man. But or you're too young. <laughs> no, but 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 like I feel like kids shows used to be better. Oh, I feel whoa, like kids shows used to be better. And now there's a lot of like okay, define kid show. Like, are we talking cartoons? Like, are we like Rugrats? Sunday morning cartoon? Okay. Yeah, all of it. Well, I mean, so like, three, everything so on she Disney would never watch and a Rugrats or a Doug. No, no, no. I'm just I'm not <laughs> I'm not dissing. <laughs> yeah, I thought I was like, what's up? What Blues Clues is better my age. I'm not dissing a three year old. I'm just saying in general, <laughs> the landscape of children's entertainment nowadays um, has seemingly diminished. Like, I, I I don't see the equivalent of like a Magic School Bus or a like something as genuine yeah. or 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 interesting as like Kiwi's Playhouse I mean, so or did, Blues Clues. They did reboot Bad School Bus. Yeah, it's not the same. Yeah. It's not the same if you just make make a reiteration of it. Like in terms of original IP, most of the stuff that I see is just like CGI bullshit. It's Peppa Pig. Peppa Pig's. Is Peppa Pig any good? I don't know. It's, it's popular. Yeah, that doesn't mean what it's a good. weird thing to talk about. Peppa Pig looks like a penis. She does. They all just look like penises. They, look, they sound like fancy penises. They all look like pink penises. Because they're always shown in profile. Yeah. Like the most penis It looks like balls in a shaft. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. But like, what, 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 what shows did you watch as a kid that like stuck with you? Like when I was really young? Like, yeah. Um, let's see. Probably the most formative. Formative? I don't know. Rugrats was up there. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So what I can I feel like I can't remember before that. My favorite part of Rugrats was like the intro where they would yeah, always have so like a good. zoomed in thing, and that's then they so zoom good. out. They zoom to out, show. and you see it's like oh yeah, because it's like that's what a baby. Yeah, sees. the kid's perspective. It's amazing. Like, everything is like new and interesting to a kid. Yeah. Would you Would you mind turning off the light? I feel like it's radiating heat. Oh right, it's like shining oh. right at you. Yeah, Sorry about that. Okay. That's ooh, oh whoa, <laughs> darkness descends yeah. like Batman. Um, yeah, I feel like I remember distinctly thinking. Like when I was really young, like, oh, here comes Sesame Street. It's fucking boring, but I would still watch it. Sesame Street was a little boring. Right? Yeah. There was something else, though, that was like... Because like, like Sesame Street... Okay, Sesame Street got better as we get older. But then mm-hmm. again, maybe it's because like we know the celebrities that are on Sesame Street now. Right. Whereas like when we were kids and we're watching, it's like... Who's LeVar Burton? Yeah. Or in like... Yeah. Who's James Earl Jones? It's like, I want the fuzzy characters. Get this. Who's this Bill Cosby? He shouldn't be on this kid's show. <laughs> and we were right. <laughs> but yeah, like... Um, like, you, you don't remember any other ones? I mean, there, I'm, I'm sure there's tons. But like, I remember... I I watched. I stopped watching cartoons pretty early. You stopped watching cartoons, cartoons pretty okay. early, yeah. Because like it was a, it was like a big part of my life. Like I remember, mm-hmm. like I watched exclusively like cartoons and kitty shows and all of that. Up until, like, I think the in between the transition was that I started watching Magic on TV, right. and like, then like, like like David Blaine, like David Copperfield, okay, okay. David Blaine, Chris <laughs> Angel. So all cartoons, and then and then like the Blaine. first like real life thing that you know real people that I watched unanimated. Yeah, yeah, was like um, Magic, and then that transitioned into like TV shows and stuff like that. Okay, um, but yeah, cartoons were a huge part of my life. Like I, I watched all of the Cartoon Network. Um, staples like your Dexter's Labs and yep, your yep, Cow yep. and Chicken and um, what's the other one? Cow- Courage the Cowardly Dog Ed, Ed and Eddie Yeah, a little after my time that one. Oh yeah, you're old I'm old I'm okay with that Yeah I can't sit down maybe legged for too long <laughs> Maybe cartoons just weren't as good during your time that's what, that's what I feel like that's what every generation thinks man Because you had Captain Planet I did have Captain Planet But Captain Planet was kind of trash no, no, it was pretty good. Okay, like, it was good. Right, and now was... you're making me realize. So I had like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Captain Planet, Centurions. Actually, the shows I watched were quite violent. Now yeah. that I think about it, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was great. I I, I maintain that Captain Planet's trash, though. Like I, because I I've, I've recently like tried to just watch an episode mm-hmm. out of pure curiosity. Mm-hmm. It's bad, dude. There's only one white person in concept. In it that kinda, show, in concept, it kind of works. Isn't there like a ginger and a blonde? Okay, there's an American white person and there's a Russian. She does not count. Okay, she's Russian. Can you think about that though? In the height, immediately following the Cold War, mm-hmm. they were like, "Look, this Soviet Union, this Russian person, we, we can unify and defeat the <laughs> the fucking planet. We can you, we clear the planet, yo." I'm so, so even as a kid, I was like, "What the fuck is heart?" Yeah, everything else makes sense to me. Who was hard again? Was it the blonde Mati, oh, the black guy? He, no, he was the. He, I think he was an uh, Latin X character. Ah, uh, I think he was from the Amazon. Right, right. Kwame. Right. Oh my God, it's all there. Kwame was Earth. Right, he was from Africa. Wheeler was Fire. He was like I don't know from Southside Chicago or something. Oh, I just assumed he was Australian. Ooh, funnily, what I can't pull is the Asian water girl, Wong. I don't know if that's right or Wong. <laughs> What's her name? I don't know. Because I, I missed the boat slightly on Captain Planet. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I only was into it peripherally from my brother. Right. Um, but it wasn't quite my thing. Like, um, my my favorite, like, team-based kid show was first-generation um, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. 
that mm. to me was like that, are we, we're talking um because i want to make sure it's the same because you're talking about like with tommy and yeah, yeah billy yeah. yeah yeah first generation like the full on the black rangers black the yellow rangers yellow that one right yeah, that okay one. good <laughs> <laughs> and the blue rangers named after um uh uh brian cranston is he yeah what do you mean? Fun fact, Brian Cranston voiced like half the villains on Power Rangers. Oh yeah, I knew that. And they named the Blue Ranger after him. So the Blue Ranger's name was Billy Cranston. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, and I like that they were like, oh, at least the White Ranger's not white. We'll make him green. Then they made him white. <laughs> how how messed up would it have been if the Red Ranger was like Native, Native American. American? Oh God. Which like Jason... Does not look not Native American, if you know what I mean. Yeah, he, he has like the thick he's eyebrows. Probably has a little bit. He has, like, you know, he kind of he he had that. I look. could see him with a tomahawk. But Jason was green, then white. That's Jason, right? No, no, he's red. Who's Frankie? Jason's real name. What's the green and white? What's his? What's that dude's name? Tommy. Tommy. Yeah, yeah I knew it was an E name. Yeah. Wait, Billy, Tommy, and Frankie. Who's Frankie? Oh, Frankie's the real guy's name. I'm sorry. Yeah, but you have. What was it again? Billy? It's Billy, Tommy, Tommy Jason, Jason, Trini, Kimberly, Zach, yeah. Billy. Yeah. I I brought this up before, but I can never not bring up the fact that the Yellow Ranger died on 9-11. Or no, I think she died on 9-10. Yeah. Like the day before 9-11. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, car accident, right? Yeah. yeah Easy to just, forget. Mm-hmm. I love Never Forget. But, um... Yeah, Power Rangers is one of those shows where it's like, I was obsessed with it as a kid, like completely obsessed. I had like the toys and like I would watch it on TV every time we even VHS'd it. Um, but my God, that show does not hold up. Oh, yeah. Not at all. Not <laughs> Holy hold shit, that show does not hold up. Because like, I guess when you're a kid, you just kind of like take take it, right? Like whatever the hell's in front of you. Um, I, I just like violence, man. You know what I mean? Like. I was at the height of my Taekwondo when Power Rangers. I think my, mine wasn't even the violence. I just liked like the costumes. I was super into. I, I didn't like the fighting was what it was. Yeah, I was super into the costumes and like whenever they had like a new power up mm-hmm. or like a new weapon or like when the Green Ranger turned to the White Ranger and With he had like flute. the new outfit and yep. everything and like there was like the turtle um robot that the green ranger had or something like that i can't remember he he had like his own he was like a he had his own megazord yeah yeah Yeah. but like i i was so into that shit and i remember like a a couple years ago i tried to watch the mighty Morphin power rangers and it's like youtube it's so bad yeah on youtube (laughs) yeah yeah it is so bad because like it's just bad acting yep and then it's followed by scenes of power rangers fighting putties that were shot in japan (laughs) that's the thing man like i think i was like seven eight when power rangers came out and i'm like literally like why does everything look different yeah why does why are we like do we see our people yeah and then they're like hanging out in whatever and then they put on their suits and it's like it looks like 30 years earlier and it's definitely in japan yeah no this this was the business model of saban yeah the company behind power rangers they, they essentially just took the old footage of Japanese, the original Japanese Power Rangers. I think it was called like Super Sentai, something like that, yeah, yeah, yeah. or something like that. Um, and they would take the scenes of when they're in their costumes fighting, and because they're in full helmets and everything, yep. they just you know Why they not? just use that footage and Why then not? they cut it in with stuff that they film in, on a set. And yeah, I guess got a whole worked. new show. I guess, but like it's weird that they just kept doing that for quite a while, even though like the English version became bigger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like that, like. Um, I forgot where we started from, but cartoons. Yeah, but because we were on this thread, yeah, 
I just got reminded as well that like just a few days ago, speaking of childhood things that we watch that uh-huh. maybe don't hold up, uh-huh. I watched Space Jam again. Ah, <laughs> uh, I actually was down to join you for that. But yeah, that's cool. I watched Space Jam. It still Jam. holds up, right? I will say... With the bad acting and everything. I will say Space Jam, it's a great movie. Sure. It's a great... Here's why it's a great movie. And I, and, and, I, and I was curious to see like what the general opinion was from like people in general, like even people from like 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And turns out a lot of people just were very spiteful of it because it felt like a cash grab. It felt like a 90-minute commercial. For what? For the NBA? Because at the, at the <laughs> time, th- th- think about the time Jordan that we're in. The Looney Tunes were huge. Basketball was huge. And like Michael Jordan was huge. This was like in the sounds 90s. like a great time. Yeah, and essentially <laughs> uh, that combined with like Nike and your McDonald's and everything, like they just it just became this like huge conglomerate commercial thing. Yeah, and I think a lot of people were just very upset with that because as a movie, it doesn't have the strongest story, eh. it doesn't have the best performances, eh. and it doesn't have. You know, there's just a lot of weird things about it that... Well, I mean, you have sh- athletes acting, I feel, is like... Yeah. Never really... But it's like... LeBron, though. The animation's but, great. LeBron can act. Um, but, I've but, never seen him act, but I'm looking forward to Space Jam 2. But there's just a lot of things about the movie that felt lazy, to be fair. Like, I haven't seen it in a while, but yeah. Yeah, there's some things in the movie that's legit just like, wait, did, like, did something get cut or is that just a really bad edit? Wait, like, things like that. Whatever and, happened to Babs? What's... Oh, Lola Bunny? Yeah, is that her name? Sorry, what's her name? Yeah, Lola Bunny. She's a hottie. Yeah, she was confusing. Come on. She was very confusing. But anyway, yeah. Like, <laughs> just sexually confusing. You were sexually confused. <laughs> yes. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. Um, I accept it. She's a hottie. Yeah. Like, furry. Yeah. Everyone, like, a lot of people, like, hated on it because of, like, commercialism, blah, 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 like, capitalism. But watching it without any of that context in mind and just watching it as a movie, like, the bad acting is almost, like, kind of great it's, it's, like, it's charming it's really fun to watch especially because they're acting beside like like you you really start to appreciate the craft of actors <laughs> because like literally they will have like a bit part extra say like two lines and then you'll be like whoa that guy was amazing <laughs> because like, he was sandwiched between like a scene where Michael Jordan tries to say words and then a scene where Charles Barkley tries to say words. So like just some random guy that gets two lines in, in, in a crowd yeah. and like suddenly he's, he seems like, Oh my God, what's his story? Like yeah. he's fascinating. He's amazing. I want to know about that guy. Yeah. But it's like, funny. Cause I, all I get, all, what, the thing that for some reason we say something is Sean Bradley. I think he had like one line. Mm-hmm. He's the very, very tall, very, very white guy. Yeah. He just goes, Come on, guys. He doesn't play basketball anymore. And that's how he says it. <laughs> <laughs> he, plays, yeah. he plays baseball. He don't play basketball anymore. He wasn't, yeah, he wasn't huh? great. He wasn't great. Michael Jordan, his performance was baffling. I feel like he'd be built up into, like, he got better. I'm just, I'm just curious how they directed him. Because throughout the entire movie, Michael Jordan never really reacts to the fact that he is in a cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> like, he doesn't really ever, like, react to it he just goes like bugs bunny <laughs> like that's it and it's like okay the reality has set in and he's he's down there's an um, alternate version where it like it zooms out and fucking michael jordan's having like a hallucination yeah he's on ayahuasca so like, i'm curious whether it's the director's thing but to be fair like bill murray also doesn't really address it um neither this the guy that plays newman yeah he doesn't doesn't really ad- bill murray straight up like break the fourth wall he's just like yeah he feels like what are you doing here he's like oh i got some points uh, into the producer or something like that yeah he knows the producers (laughs) yeah um 
but I highly recommend checking that movie out if you haven't seen it yet. It's on Netflix. And especially after watching The Last Dance, man, it's so much fun. Okay, here's what I just realized. You know what's problematic about Space Jam and why people ha- maybe have such ill will towards it? Right. You can't separate Space Jam from R. Kelly. Yeah, it literally starts with that song. Like, you think Space Jam, that song just plays in your head. Yeah. And it literally starts with that song? It starts with that song. It's the first thing that happens, like, when after with, the like, logo. Jordan? After the logo, then it's, I believe I can fly. And you see, like, baby Jordan, like, shooting hoops. <laughs> it's like, no, don't pee on him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it, it, it bookends the movie. Yeah, it makes so sense. So it plays in the very beginning and it plays at the very end it's when he's circle. playing that baseball game. So and the like, credits rolls is trapped in the closet. It's crazy. Yeah. So it's, <laughs> so it's it's it, you know separate the artist from the art, I guess. Um, separate the shitty artist from the other art that he was a part of. I don't know. But I, I will say, out of all the basketball players, Muggsy Bogues was. He's funny, like, right? He was the the best actor. And then, like, I'm just looking at it and going, like, man, they missed the opportunity. Make him the main character. Yeah, but I remember he's like, but I love my mama. He's, like, he's getting analyzed by yeah. a shrink. Yeah. yeah. You have a very strange, strangely accurate memory for a movie that you haven't I, I know, seen right? in a very long time. <laughs> I saw it a lot when I was a kid. And, like, the part, the Pulp Fiction part and the Tweety Bird going crazy, that's yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but, like, they missed an opportunity not making him the main actor. And yeah. then they could, like, the marketing could be, like, mugs and bugs. Mugs and bugs. Yeah, oh, shit. If, you know. I mean, Muggsy Bugs was pretty iconic, but he's no Jordan. He was the shortest player in the NBA. Which is amazing. It's, but, it's you know, aspirational. John. Mugs and Bugs is really good. That's too bad. They should have at least had an alley-oop. They, they missed the, the opportunity. They really missed the opportunity. But, um, yeah, I I, I, I want to kind of go on like this, this uh, childhood movie binge just to kind of revisit movies that I haven't seen since I was a kid. Can we, make, can we all make them sports, all sports-related to so like... Mighty Ducks, Little Giants. Have you seen Little Giants? I haven't seen Dude. Little Giants. I have seen Mighty Ducks. Um, also, Airbud. Yeah, no. Airbud no. is great. No, you haven't seen Airbud. No, it's fantastic. It's the one where like there's no rules in the book that say Wait, a dog on. can't play basketball. I was gonna say which sport did they start out with? It was basketball, right? Yeah. Okay, because they did everything eventually. They did everything, but the 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 conceit of Airbud is that apparently in the basketball there's rule no book, rules. there's no rules that say that a dog cannot play basketball. There's no rules about a dog biting you in the balls too. I wish they would have done that. They put some real offense. I think they just don't put dogs in the rule book at all. Um, so yeah, it's about a golden retriever that plays a basketball, and it's fucking adorable yeah and then like i think either the second or third or the fourth one he plays football and he's a golden receiver yeah <laughs> that's there's, that's just, there's just a lot of really yeah. good like dog acting and dog stunts What's i the- feel like dog acting and like dog things have gotten worse over the years like because they try to cgi them now yeah so it just looks like but it like, looks weird you know have you seen um i think i think how many editions ago back it was it was um corridor cruise uh, cga react one they did one for Babe. Oh, dude, Babe still it's looks fantastic. So, it looks amazing. Babe it still holds, really up. holds up. But then if you watch like, um, uh, what's what's another anything else besides that? Call of the Wild. Yeah. Or um, yeah, Call of the Wild is the famously bad one. Or because um, they're like emoting and it's like uncanny yeah. valley destruction. Yeah. You know, what's the one of the owls? The owls of Gahul. Yeah. <laughs> is that what? Is that the one? The That's one a cartoon, of... though. Oh, okay. What's like another like? Oh, Cats and Dogs. Actually, no, Cats and Dogs was pretty great. How about just Cats? 
The musical. Yeah. So yeah, goes goes to show. But like, what was that movie? There was a movie like Homeward Bound. Have you heard of this movie? Yes. Where it's like they didn't show the dog's mouth moving. They were just like they just put a voiceover on top and they're talking. It works. Yeah. That worked completely fine too. Oh, Lion King. Oh, I haven't seen that either. Lion King was like the weird kind of. Um, they tried to make it too real, like humanistic, like emotional. Well, in the sense that Babe did it the best way, where they just made animals talk in the way that you think that they would talk. In the sense that their mouths move and their yeah. faces vaguely emote like humans. Vaguely, vaguely. I think is the key. Vaguely emote as like humans. They so like they didn't put anything in the movie that an animal, can't, a dog can't do in real life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, but they would try to suggest like if they're excited that their their eyebrows would go up or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As opposed to Lion King, which took a hyper-realistic approach to it and just made their mouths move, but their faces were like... Blank. Barely expressive because animals it in a good way or a bad way in a way that was just weird. I gotta check it out. It's very strange. It's very unsettling because, like, they're going like it means no worries for and like their face is just dead. Like, Ooh. yeah, you like you want to because like their mouths are moving and like their bodies are swaying and all that, but there's nothing in the eyes. You know, like there's so much in animation where like like they exaggerate the features or like they 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 lift the eyebrows mm. and like raise the cheeks to really like you know, show the expression. Yeah. But with John Favreau's Lion King, for some reason, they tried to make it... Okay, basically, I think what they did was that they tried to make it look like a nature documentary. So at any point of the movie, if you were to pause it, it would it would almost be like indiscernible. Like David Attenborough, yeah, yeah. Earth type stuff. If, okay. you, if you just pause the movie at any point you and you showed the, this picture to anybody, they would think it's just a photo of real animals. Mm-hmm. And that's why like, I guess they they don't go too far with like the expressions and the exaggerate what, what's can you feel the love tonight like is that weird is it get like weird uh i haven't seen the whole movie i've okay. only seen like a bunch of clips enough to know that like it's weird huh enough to know that it's just unsettling right because you want them to like express themselves like how they did in babe yeah can you, can you imagine how fucking old james Cromwell was by the way like in Babe, the James Cromwell, the actor who plays Babe, the the farmer. Oh no idea! Didn't he look like very old already there? And then now he's like looks the same. He's still alive. Yeah, man. I have very like I have a very vague recollection of Babe because again I didn't watch like real people things until like much later yeah, in life. Um, <laughs> I was just I was cartoon guy all the way. Um, yeah, I don't know. I have a very bad memory for like that movie in particular. Huh. Well, I mean, even quickly, if you look it up, you Google him. Like James Cromwell, that movie looks like he's dying, and then like he looks the same now, basically. Like Morgan Freeman. Like Morgan Freeman. He's the white Morgan Freeman. Yeah. Mm. Similar heights, similar soothing voice. James Cromwell's a little less iconic, but you know, still pretty great. This is like one of those people that have been like just old it's since the, whole the beginning. Thing. Patrick Stewart, Ian McKellen, those two, that kind of dudes. <laughs> Patrick Stewart. Is, is is Patrick Stewart's the white Morgan Freeman? You think? Yeah, yeah. Because like you see footage of you can see footage of Patrick Stewart doing some random Shakespeare classes online. He looks the same. He's just always been bald and <laughs> Picard. I guess that's the advantage of like being perpetually bald. Yeah, like it 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 overtakes like every other part of your your appearance right that's i never thought of it that way yeah so maybe like you should consider like when you turn 40 just, just shaving it, it all shave it all off and like if someone sees you at 70 to be oh you haven't aged today because you more or less look the same 
Hmm. You know, because I feel like your hair can't go white. It can't lose its thickness. True. You don't. You don't show signs of balding. That's true. At most, like you just get some wrinkles. But you know, I'm okay though. I want to get. I want to get old. Yeah. I want to get. I really hope I get salt and pepper hair, which I guess is not really an Asian thing. Like in the like, I mean, sorry, I mean like specifically in the temples, you know, like, get that, like right, 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 yeah. right. Like the like the just the gray on like the Doctor side. Doctor Strange, <laughs> like like uh, like Fantastic Four. Yeah, that's what I was thinking about Reed Richards. Yeah, um, my dad has a full head of like silver hair. Your your yeah, your dad's got the silver fox thing going on. Yeah, I don't I don't know what what's in store for me because my my dad has a full head of white hair my dad's dad didn't live past his mid 50s um Mm -hmm. so i don't know what he would have looked like um my mom's dad was bald okay i could super be making this up but i feel like i've heard that hair stuff tends to go from your mom's side yeah oh my grandpa was like balding but and but your brother's not thinning so i don't don't pay attention to my brother's hair situation (laughs) Fair enough. Let's see. I kind of had the same thing going on. Like, I think I my my hairline receded when I was like thirteen, and it kind of just stayed there. Right. Like, I always worried it would get higher and higher, but it kind of just chilled. So I'm thankful for that. I'm just wondering, on a personal level, like when it's all just going to start breaking down and go downhill. Because, like, I will acknowledge that, like, I I I kind of got super lucky of genetics in (laughs) the sense that, like, I don't have I don't have to maintain my skin very much. I have a full head of hair. Um, I'm tall. Yeah. Yeah. The only problem is that you're Asian. <laughs> so like, but, but, but the thing is, I feel like as, as I get older and age is catching up with me, I feel the need to like really start taking better care of myself with like the skin and everything. Cause like yeah, yeah, yeah. I barely wash my skin. I barely moisturize. I barely use sunblock and I still look more or less put together. If you look really closely, it is quite damaged, but like for the most what, part, wait, in fine. what sense? Like it's very dry. Yeah. Um, and it, I have like discoloration, but the thing is, okay. Do you clean your face? Yeah, not every time, all the time. When I remember to, when you remember to, and most you, I I do it more. I I I use facial cleanser like more than you moisturize. I I I almost never moisturize. I use facial cleanser a lot more than I don't use it. So uh, like I'll forget okay. I'll forget maybe like one or two days in a week. Okay, because I was gonna say like you don't have to moisturize too much unless you cleanse all the time because you have natural oils like your body's like protecting you right right. But literally, I just went to like a facial appointment this week, and they were like, um, "And they were like, you need to moisturize every day." Yeah, you do. Oh, I mean, I do. <sighs> a life. You know I, I know I could use it a lot more sun protection because I barely do it, and um, it doesn't help that my skin has like more melanin than mm-hmm. the average person. Or I think it does help. I mean, you know, literally. Yeah. Yeah. The more melanin you have, the more you can deal with the sun. Okay. Yeah. yeah there's sense, there's yeah. that whole thing of like. Um, like Africans do better around the equator because they have more skin and therefore they have more skin. They have more, sorry, they have more melanin <laughs> in their skin yeah. to protect them. And then like, as you get further North, people who are really white do better because they get vitamin D better. Right, right, right. Because right. there's not enough sun or something like that. There's a study. I don't know. I feel like I need to really research these things because I went for a facial appointment this week because, you know, around, it was like, Oh, you know, before, I, it's like before NDP, you know, pretty myself up. 
So I went for an appointment and like I felt like an idiot. I didn't know anything. They 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 put my face in this like weird minority report thing as well. For like they and, scanned your face. Yeah, they scanned my face and like they showed me like a, 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 like different maps of my face with like under different lights to show me like oh okay this is where like whiteheads and blackheads will occur. This is where it's dry. This is where you're having discoloration. What the fuck? This sounds. I, I want to try this just for fun. It was very very fascinating, but yeah. like it was really just like a reminder that I don't do enough to like help the like, fact that like you know i'm i'm dying <laughs> your skin is for, yeah for sure uh yeah i learned the hard way that i have like a combination skin mm-hmm. and it's backwards from normal like normally people have an oily t-zone i don't have an oily t-zone i have oily cheeks oh. so i have to use a water-based moist this is so such good listening bt dubs um I used to use I need to use a water based moisturizer for my cheeks and my chin, and then like a regular facial fuel thing for my T zone and my forehead. You never Just know. Go to this, this could be useful for somebody. Yeah, man. People are like, finally, I can be moisturized. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool, so cool. I'm, I'm sorry if I'm if like this is like more rambly than usual. My brain is just kind of all over the place. It's not. Today. It's about average. <laughs> but um, want to get to some questions? Man? Let's get to those questions. I would love to answer some questions. Okay, let's start somewhat serious because the last 40 minutes have just been like tangent central if you find the pedophilia of r kelly (laughs) tangential uh this guy asks yeah uh zuhair asks i hope you're enjoying your headphones yeah man get them question is what are your guys's thoughts on cancel Cancel culture? culture yeah that's so interesting um Right off the bat, before I forget, if you really are truly interested about this, um, the New York Times podcast, The Daily, is doing a two-part episode on cancel culture. It's actually really fascinating. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my initial thought, I fucking hate cancel culture. I hate it. Okay. Like, even like the people who get canceled, even if I hate them, I hate the idea of them being canceled. It's fucked up. Right. To have their entire livelihood and yeah. everything. Mm, like yeah. you remember that video a couple months ago of i forgot they're called but they had like the same this a uh, white woman and this black guy were in in time in um central park or something right. and they had the same last name they're both coopers randomly but they were not related yeah but like this woman was like she felt threatened by this guy who was the guy told her to like uh leash up your dog walking right. through the park because this particular part of the park apparently it was like he goes there for bird watching and right. if you don't have, anyway and then she starts video she starts um they start videotaping each other or something. I think, or she videotapes him and says, "I'm going to call the police. I'm going to call the police and say that an African American man is threatening me." Oh, this is the bird watching that guy. one. Yeah, yeah the, yeah, the Karen. And he's like, "Good, yeah, please call it. Like, yeah. Super Karen." Okay. And then like he was, she was taping him, thinking that the internet was going to side with her, but obviously yeah. they did not. Yeah. And she got super canceled. And mm-hmm. like, I, the reason I bring this up is because that guy went on some news show and said like, he how much he hated that she got canceled too. Yeah. That like someone's whole livelihood and life should not be dependent on three seconds of their life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Here's, here's the thing about cancel culture that I think is, it makes it immediately like invalid and really stupid. Yeah. Um, reformed Nazis. Sure. And reformed KKK members. Yeah. Like I'm, uh, there's tons of documentaries about these kinds of people that have like, um, learned better, grown from their ways of the past as like, especially people that were like, that grew up with like, parents who are Nazis or parents who are in the KKK. And there's these like full on documentaries that you can look up of them essentially having to unlearn their entire like core principle and like try to understand the, the world through other people's eyes. And if cancel culture was the way to go, he would never have had the chance to make that call. Sure. He would never have had a chance to make that improvement because everyone around him would just dismiss him for like who he was and not yeah. what he could be. That's amazing. I mean, that's a really good logical like 
It just no, okay, I, like, like, like I yeah, completely, I'm, I'm super for like, um, you know, uh, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? Like shaming, I guess. I'm, I, I, I hate shaming, but like, uh, yeah, go ahead. In the sense of like, you know, if someone does something bad, I am not against the current internet culture of like basically like putting them up there and saying like this is bullshit that's call out culture call out culture there we go that's a better word for it because this is how people learn it's Mm -hmm. a good way okay it's unfortunate and it's not the best case scenario i must Mm -hmm. say but it's it has its benefits as well because people learn through these things people can like live vicariously and learn vicariously through the mistakes of others yeah but to then like cancel them and essentially like make them like just non people, yeah. <laughs> For example, like Louis C.K. Yeah, he's still on that cancel train, and like it kind of hurts me because I like him a lot. <sighs> I don't know, like that when you, when you get into that territory, I I feel very conflicted. It's very it's a weird one, yeah. Yeah, it's a weird one. But like, here's what I will say, and I'll kind of like okay. Well, first of all, really quick, just in case you guys don't know of any idea what we're talking about, I you know, cancel culture is the idea if someone makes a mistake, be it five minutes ago, five months ago, fifty years ago, um, the internet. Or people at large, or the people or, in, or the internet at large will dig up photos, quotes, whatever, show them, hey, this is what's happening, and people will turn against them, stop buying their products, stop supporting them, stop liking them. Yeah. Recent ones have been Louis C.K. I mean, the big one this year has been J.K. Rowling. Just kidding, Rowling? Just kidding, Rowling. I mean, I wish she was just kidding about her thoughts on transsexuals, but she's not. Ooh. Um, but okay, but here's my thing, and I feel like, you know, me and <laughs> President Obama are like of two minds about no. uh Obama brought up this idea. I forgot what talk it was, but he was talking about I'll pull it up. I have it. Yeah, yeah. He's warning people basically about the danger of cancel culture. So my worry is is what it says about a community, a society who thinks, "Oh, this person is wronged. I feel holier than thou than them." I'm going to take down their livelihood. I'm going to make their lives hell because they did something bad. And it's a mob mentality. And it's pretty that I do not want to be part of a culture that does that to people. You know what I mean? I'm all about learning from your mistakes. I'm all about, you know, living a good life. But fuck me now. Mob, put down your pitchforks. Like, just. Yeah. Oops, sorry. Oh, that's a perfect spot. You're never compromised and you're always politically woke and all that stuff. You should get over that quickly. Quickly, the world, the world is messy. There are ambiguities. People who do really good stuff have flaws. People who you are fighting may love their kids. And, you know share certain things with you oh god i wish he talked faster <laughs> thank god he's not an officer you know what i mean <laughs> but, but can, i mean you get what he's saying yeah you can look that up yourself yeah, but it's yeah it's, it's super valid like i'll the, put it in the show notes the worst thing with cancel culture i guess is like the one where like they dig up really old shit yeah it happens it's been happening a lot lately and it, it even happens here in singapore like the moment someone mm-hmm, makes mm-hmm. like the negative news or like the moment like someone tries to get into any kind of conversation people just dig up old tweets like, oh what about this time when you said this blah, 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 blah. oh yeah you can very much ask dikosh all about that. i'm sure he knows all about that shit i'm pretty sure he's been canceled about three times in you can't keep him down though yeah in 2020 alone i think he's been canceled okay. like three times here's what i'm curious to hear you about because we haven't really talked about this at length but what do you feel about what's going on at uh bon appetit um condy nash with with uh ben rapaport getting yeah. adam uh, Rapp- ben Rapp- adam rapaport ben rapaport's a different guy um adam rapaport yeah. getting uh canceled for that 
picture of him. Yeah. So this okay. So that this is um this is the uh, if you if you follow on YouTube this is Bon Appetit the people who do cooking stuff they're really great. Uh, the editor in chief of this magazine who also appears in the videos he f- years ago went to Halloween dressed up as a Puerto Rican did brownface. He wore like a, was he wore it like, though? Yeah, yeah. He wore he he went as like a, he went he wore a tank top and a, like a but a his Yankees skin color jersey. looked exactly the same as his own skin color, just maybe a bit tanner, but not an. See, not Nathan, like, not everyone is as good as you, bro. I'm pretty sure he put on some fake tanner. Really? Yeah. Wait, let me. I mean, you keep talking. I'll pull up a picture and you decide because I don't to know, me, it's man. very obvious. Because like, if it's a very okay, like if it's an older picture. Like who's to say that he, he didn't, didn't deny it? Just I mean, get a to be fair. ten. Yeah, I guess he didn't deny it. Like I don't know. My 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 thoughts about that whole thing was that yeah, sure. He's, okay, he was a bad boss, and for that he should have gotten called but out. Even but that okay. picture specifically, I didn't okay, really. To understand. be fair, I'm pulling it up now, and I don't know if he put brown face or not. But uh, there's no there's no getting around the idea that he's trying to look like a Latino person. Like the way he shaved his facial hair, he's going as a stereotypical, you know. Uh, but still, I mean, I don't see a problem with that only because, like, it's clothes. Okay, it, it, it then gets into the question of like, uh, was that cultural appropriation? Yes, right. I think that for me personally, I find it to be very, very gray. Like the cultural appropriation thing, I find it to be very gray. But and I also think it's like a uh, a product of my own upbringing because I grew up during a time in this country where during Racial Harmony Day, everyone is encouraged to just wear an ethnic garb regardless okay. of regardless <laughs> of whichever race you are. Yeah, It's like a way to celebrate each other's race and religion. So like you can wear baju kurung if you want. You could... Um, uh, uh, if you if you were Malay, you can like try. It. You can wear a chongsam if you want. Um, like, yeah, but that's not, that's that's because you're celebrating other cultures. This is Halloween, dude. He's making fun of it. And also, if there's any doubt, mm. the his girlfriend at the time, his current wife, who posted the picture, the caption says, "Me and my papi." So <clears throat> I don't know. I I I, uh, I don't know. For, I don't know. For, for me, it's tough to call that like racism because mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like racism. It really doesn't feel like racism. Yeah. It, it doesn't look like racism, but you know that's that's subjective. But it doesn't feel like racism. But like, it, I I don't feel any hatred coming from any of that. I don't feel any kind of. The problem is though, maybe is that maybe there's like a vague disrespect. It's that's what it is though. It's 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 saying like. We're going to – I keep thinking about this and I feel like I really need to do a deep dive on this idea because I, I feel similar to you except I feel the opposite way. Like I don't know why but I know that it's wrong because like, it's like you're, you're kind of saying my culture, my heritage is, is your plaything. That's what he's, he's saying your culture is my plaything. You know what I mean? Like I know that there's a sensitivity stuff and maybe we've gone a little too far but it's How like – How about when people like dress up like Bruce Lee and like they wear the whole outfit and they go like – they're celebrating it or like you know yes that's to a, a certain extent okay, like that is a specific person right and but if they were like i'm kung fu man look at me like if like what mickey rooney did in the 50s in that show when he was like you'll get half of my law you pay rent that whole thing mm-hmm. like that's wrong right you know what i mean like yeah okay i guess it's this specific case feels a lot lighter on the spectrum in the mm-hmm. sense that like, okay, maybe an extreme version of it were to be like, if I uh, wore a turban, put a 
uh, dot on my head or something, like a bindi on my head mm-hmm. or something, and like just started speaking in an Indian accent. That would be, I feel like, the extreme, like, negative side of that spectrum. Whereas I feel like, you know, dressing up in, in like, a Yankees jersey and a do-rag? Was he wearing a do-rag? He, he had a... He had a cap. He had a big gold chain, and he trimmed his facial hair like you know, like like it followed his jawline, which is very like. Mm-hmm. There's a very there's a specific generalization going on there. It feels nitpicky. He had a do rag. He had a cap on top of his do rag. Feels nitpicky, man. Like like because it's like that's your idea of a Puerto Rican. <laughs> My idea. It's like clearly you have an idea of a Puerto Rican, and that's it. No, it's the problem is <laughs> so who's racist now? <laughs> no, but I mean like I guess it goes to intention, right? It's like. It's pretty clear what he's going for, I guess, and the reasons for it. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's not it's it's gray. I I don't I don't support it in any way. I don't support it any way. It's just that I feel like in that specific case there was a bit of an yeah. overreaction. Now here's the thing: the problem is is that it was a specific case, but it's symbolic of what it claims to be like a deep underlying subconscious um, un, like neglect and underrepresentation of people of color at, at Bon Appetit. Like yeah. the fact that he hired on people who were more experienced, but were people of color and paid them less or didn't pay them at all to appear in their videos, yeah. which were getting millions and millions of hits. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, it's pretty fucked. That's the biggest problem. There was also like another thing that people were saying about how like they were appropriating like cultural recipes and like ethnic recipes. That one's another one where I'm like, mm, that seems like, a yeah, I don't know. like I get you, but, but like, it's also hard to be like, it's hard for us. Like, I don't feel super comfortable being like saying what's right or wrong when especially it's not our culture like we're not the ones like i'm offended on their behalf like no it's like if, I'd if, rather if i'm gonna be, cook if here, i'm gonna listen, cook listen. okay if i'm gonna cook pasta for example okay. if i'm gonna cook like yeah, yeah, a yeah. carbonara yeah i might not do it the exact way italians might do it for sure, sure. but like it's because i enjoy italian food yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. like it like in that sense like i could teach someone or like put a video up of like me making a carbonara and it might not be all that accurate but is that then like being racially insensitive? Yeah, I, don't I don't think so. Quite think so. So like by the same respect, if they put up a video of them making like no, chicken chow mein, the, the problem was that they weren't doing a lot of cultures' foods. No, they were. Like they, no, like, no. The, the the main problem that they were saying was that they were fetishizing it. Yeah, they were putting people out there for diversity. They were like, they were no, no, no. <laughs> they were fetishizing the 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 recipes and mm. the culture, like saying like, ooh, like. Uh, 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 African oh, food or like yeah, ooh yeah. Brazilian food when it's like oh yeah sure why not it's yeah. it's different sure. cultures food it's a fascinating thing yeah no I, this is a thing that they're trying to fix on their website yeah. that's why they haven't posted new recipes lately yeah. and it's like I don't quite understand that side of things especially especially in the US yeah. and especially now because Honestly, man, they have much bigger problems. Sure. They have huger, more like in your face fucking problems. Like that, like the like the problem of mail in votes. Come on, that's just wrong. I think just a problem Don't of have like, mail-in votes. I think just a problem Go of like um it's 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 like a built in ignorance. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a it's, But that I mean this is kind of a part of it though. But okay, before I think we should move on. But one thing okay. I want to say before we move on yeah. is this idea that like I had, I, I kind of just only be, was able to articulate now when it comes to matters like this, where there's a gray area and some people might be mad or some people might be in the wrong, whatever it is. I would much, much rather side 
I would rather feel offended on behalf of an oppressed culture than excuse an oppressing culture. Yeah, on their behalf. You know what I mean? I'd rather I'd rather be uh outraged on their behalf of someone than excuse an oppressor's behavior mm-hmm. on their behalf as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um in conclusion, don't cancel us. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, these things rarely like ever jostle me too much because I don't know, maybe I'm desensitized. It's more of like mm-hmm. the bigger things that kind of annoy me. Like, did you hear that they took a poll of like, if the vaccine came out in the US, who would take it? <laughs> yeah. What they said, what was the findings? One in three people said no. Because it's because of vaccines? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. But I wonder if that's like... So it's, it's shit like that that is kind of like, that's more alarming than someone playing dress up on Halloween. There has to, please let there be some explanations. Is there something like, oh, I don't know if it's fully tested yet, or is it like... Because I don't think 30% of Americans are anti-vaxxers. No, I think 30% of, of Americans are, like, anti-establishment. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay, next question. Yes. Uh, this person asks, Are you sad slash upset when people said you are not a Singaporean? Oh, that's just for me. Um, I answered that a few, like, a week ago or last week or something. I don't care personally, but I'm more bothered by... Sad on their behalf. <laughs> I, I, I'm more bothered by... What constitutes a Singaporean? What constitutes, like, how, what does someone have to do to be able to call a place their home? Yeah, that's so true. And also, like, what if it was a woman singing it and she didn't do NS? Because apparently, like, a big thing that appeased people is when they heard He's that Singaporean. I... He's Singaporean. He did NS. Yeah. Yeah. A thing that appeased people is when they heard that I did two years of NS. And, oh, he did NS. He's okay. My He's book. cool. He's cool. Like, my fuck book. you. What if I was a woman and, and I didn't sign up to do the military? Then, yeah. like, am I less Singaporean? Like, what? Is, eh. Well, I feel like it wouldn't even come up. But that's besides... Fuck no. That's besides the point. I, yeah. dropped, I, I dropped my empty cup. Uh, Yeah, that sucks. I, I, Yeah, we have nothing really to add to that. I just think it's silly. Okay, next one. Be honest. When did you guys lose your V card and how? Oh, do we want to talk about that? Oh, do you want to talk about that? Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Actually, yeah, I don't mind talking about mine because I think mine is kind of like, um, a lot of people think like, oh, you got to be, I think, actually, I think you and I have similar stories, but I think a lot of people are like, oh, you got to be you gotta eat early teens. Eh. I didn't lose mine until I was 22, 20, 1980, I was 23. Hmm. And it was with my first girlfriend. Yeah. And um, it, you know what they say you always you never forget your first time? Yeah. I barely remember it. Me too. Barely remember. Yeah, same. I remember it was pretty bad. I don't know if it was bad. I just don't remember much about it. Yeah, mine was bad. I think okay, maybe we don't want to get into specific stories because I don't think either of us have had like many partners. So it's like Oh, it's like you can narrow down who it was. Yeah. But eh. but but also like just because, you know, because we haven't had that many partners, like they're probably listening. <laughs> or maybe. No. But, but, but I, I, I do wanna say that yeah. like the whole like I grew up with the with the idea that sex before marriage was a sin, yeah, and that sex before marriage was like you know you go to hell. Yeah, I grew up with that, that, but shit. immediially I was like, "Fuck you!" You go to hell for that shit, and I and I was very much on on on. I I wouldn't say that I was on board with it, but it was like part of like my decision making sure, sure <laughs> and it sure. was and it was a part of like my psyche because yeah. it's just built in from yeah. a very young age. And I must say, man, all respect to religion and all respect to, you know, Christianity, especially and all that. But it is dangerous and it's complete bullshit to do that because 
it is such an to important have sex you mean it's dangerous <laughs> no to, to have sex. like no to believe that you need to like not have sex until after marriage yeah because what that then leads to is a lot of unhappy christian early marriage just <laughs> you know yeah i know a few of people that were just like I've been with this girl for seven years and we haven't fucked and let's get married and fuck. And then they're like 22 years old because they're like high school church sweethearts or something. And then like fast forward to four years later when they're both kind of miserable because they don't fuck each other. I think you have to be a person before you get married. Yeah. Like you have to be a fully formed, at least pretty close to fully formed person. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's bad enough that in Singapore that you barely have the experience of living with your future spouse. yes. But then if you were to add another layer to that and then not have sex with them before that, yeah. what happens if you like get into it and then like you realize that like you're horrible and bit of each other? Yeah, and it, that's a <laughs> it's a fucked up thing. Because, okay, listen to Uncle John here. I'm going to give you the real truth here. I, I mentioned that like before you even get married, you need to be a fully formed person. And to be honest, like being a sexual creature is such a big part of being a human and like understanding like the physiology of it and like yeah. the emotional he- heft of it. Yeah. It's important to get that, but I will stress that you only do it when you're ready. Yes, 100%. Like, don't like, rush into it because you want to get married. <laughs> that's the thing, right? They always talk about the physical dangers of having sex. Sure, STDs, getting pregnant, physical dangers, for sure. Mm-hmm. You can talk about your your you know, your immortal soul, immortal soul dangers, but yeah. the real danger that I would like people to worry about is the emotional danger it can cause. Yes. The emotional toll of doing it before you're ready or, it is, or you know, yeah. or it is, doing it, it for the, the wrong most, reasons. It's the most vulnerable act that you can engage in yeah. with another person. So, like, for me... And I'm a little bit more comfortable talking about this than Nathan is, and that's totally fine. It's like, I'm glad... I just don't want to get into, like, specifics of, like, who's and all that. I'm glad... <laughs> if you, you can Google her. Here's her full name. <laughs> um, no, I'm glad that I waited till I was with a girlfriend. I love that it wasn't a random. I love that it wasn't a one-night stand. I love that I love this person. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, same. And the sex was... Yeah. And then it got better. So, there's that. Um, but, yeah, because it's such a big part... It's kind of hard to like put into words of why it is important because people are like, Ugh. there's like I think I think a lot of people make it to, make it out to be too they over, they overhype it and they underhype it in a weird way. It's overrated and it's underrated at the same time. I think essentially, it is a form of communication, especially if it's between two people that love each other. Yeah, especially when it's between two partners. Maybe if it's like you know a one night quickie or. Uh, a hooker or something maybe yeah. then it's more about like using someone to jerk off as opposed to <laughs> as opposed to communication but i would say yeah. like at its core it is essentially communication it's a different form of communication yeah. and when you re- and when you can understand and feel a different person out <laughs> feel like yeah. when you can understand and feel a different person out and like really see how you communicate with each other with this different language mm-hmm. And it's something that, you know, feeds you and makes you happy and, yeah. and, 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 and helps you guys grow as two people, as one unit. It's very useful in that sense. And that's why, like, I, it's, it's such a baffling thing to me that people are still on, but then again, indoctrination and sure. tradition, that people are still so hung up on this, like, sex before marriage thing. Because mm. honestly, I would much rather, like, have a few partners before getting married yeah. than like getting into it in a loveless marriage. Yeah. <laughs> like that terrifies me. Yeah. That honestly terrifies it, it. It, 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 yeah. Like the concept of being in like my mid forties or fifties and being with somebody who like, I just feel obliged to be with yeah. that terrifies the hell out of Fair. me. 
because you see it so much in churches. Yeah. yeah. You see it so much in like just boomers in general. In, in my parents. Maybe. I don't know. No, I, definitely I, with my parents. I don't know your parents. Oh, I, it's true. I'll <laughs> tell you now. Uh, but like, okay. And then like, that's all true. I totally agree with that. And then like, all sometimes I just want to say, yo, sex feels super awesome, but it requires you to have someone and not, but, and it requires you to have someone you trust that, um, in my case, you do it exclusively with mm-hmm. not, that's not all the strokes for all the folks, Yeah, but yeah. And it's like, it's, it, it feels great and you should be doing it and you should be mature enough and love someone respectful enough and all that shit. It's, yeah. it's a very important part of being a person. I feel. Yes. It's a big part of the human experience. What are your thoughts on polygamy? I, I, I'm not as against it as I think I once was. You were against it? <laughs> against polygamy? Yeah. About having multiple wives or yeah. whatever? Well, Are you yeah. talking about poly- polygamy or polyamory? Both. Sure. Why not? They both kind of freak me out a little bit if I'm yeah. being like, poly- poly- okay, what's the difference? Polygamy, polygamy is, is when, you, when wives. you have multiple partners multiple. where it's like one, spouses, one person, spouses. One person yeah. has like Four. multiple partners. Yeah. Polyamory is when a group of people are in a symbiotic relationship glop. I think it's not as simple as that. I mean, that's definitely like in other words, if uh, there's like trios, like that, that are a thing, like they're dating. Okay, each other, my understanding of it is like polygamy is like when 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 Timothy is married to Grace, dude, and we, Timothy not, is also married to Annabeth. Dude, man, you wouldn't talk about the person you have, but you're going to put Timothy and Annabeth and whoever the hell. <laughs> but in last. polyamory, Timothy, Grace, and Annabeth are all fucking each I other. I don't think it's that clear cut. It's not? It's I not? don't think so. Okay. I'm not an expert, to be fair. Then I'm obtuse. Um, yeah. How about just non-monogamy? Is that what, like... Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I could get to a place where I'm comfortable enough in a relationship where you can have an open marriage. I don't mm-hmm. know. Like, it's not immediately like, ugh, to me. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Ask me again in a couple of years, I guess. I'm looking it up and I think I'm right. Oh, okay. Yes, I am right. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I, I thought polygamy was, it's not necessarily married people. Married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, you know, just, I, I, I guess in the sense of like partners. Right. You know, like, are, are, you, are you in a relationship where you have multiple partners that are not, in a relationship with each other yeah. or are they also in on it? Yeah. You know? So monogamous. Okay. It's always fascinated me. I must say, because like, I know some people who are in polyamorous relationships, too, yeah. people that like have like several girlfriends or boyfriends or like, there's a whole group of them and they're all a thing. Uh, it's not quite my speed. Not, yeah, I mean, yeah. not, not quite my, my, my flavor of Skittle. Um, but it's fascinating. It, it, it feels like a different, level of enlightenment maybe i think that's part of i think that's <laughs> to be to be most like cynical i think that's how they want you to, they want you to see it right or at least i think that's like a reaction to the normal like well no to be negative to, thoughts on it to be fair i understand and where you're coming from for sure i understand where you're coming from but to be fair i really think it's just a different level of enlightenment i think it is i think an enlightenment i've not, not heightened a different yeah and when i say enlightenment i don't mean to say that like it's better or worse or yeah. anything i'm just saying it is a different plane of thinking mm-hmm. that i have not accessed or maybe i have not like really thought about or committed any time to yeah but when he does, folks, wait wait for those love songs that he'll write. <laughs> I love you and you and you love me and you love me. And her and they him and them. And also them. Hey Grace, hey Tim, hey <laughs> Um Yeah. 
I think there's like for me, it's like it's that it's just that animal instinct of like you want to sleep with multiple people. You know what I mean? You don't want to be tied down to one person, but you love one person. So I don't know. It's like, can you have the best of both worlds? I don't know. I'm yeah. I don't know. If any of you are in polyamorous relationships, yeah. reach out. Reach out to us. We don't want to. We Nathan don't want, wants to be your boyfriend. We don't want in on it and your girlfriend's boyfriend. <laughs> we don't want in on it. We just want to know what's up. <laughs> This really is interesting, and I hope you. I hope we're not being disrespectful or whatever. But oh, not at all. I don't think we are. At yeah, all. yeah. But I think, but, but like, we're fascinated about you. Yeah, potential polyamorous people. Uh, messages on Instagram. It's a it's a fascinating thing because like people people do say that like humans are not built for monogamy. Monogamy, because like no matter how much you might love somebody, maybe like your dick or your pussy wants like some variation. That's basically it, really. Yeah, I don't know. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Let's see. What's the next question? That's how we lost our virginity. <laughs> <laughs> next question uh, is, if not the theme song, what's the next best thing you would want to do in NDP? That's a question from Joel Chua. Yeah, the good hang guy. Yes. Do you answer that, though? I mean, no, you didn't really answer it, I guess, technically, earlier. I don't know. I don't know right. He also said, same question for John, which I'm like, okay. <laughs> I want to write, write the song. I didn't, song. I didn't get yeah. to write this year's song, which was kind of disappointing. Is there some kind of like guidelines that, I don't know, someone would give you about what goes into the song? Yeah, they usually give you a brief. So I did submit a song of my mm-hmm. own this year, and it didn't get chosen, um, which was kind of disappointing, but I wasn't too mad about it because the song that they did pick, like I had no problem. Can you with like it. play it now? I'm so curious what that song was, by the way. Um... I'll I'll see if I can like put it out somewhere at some point. I don't know, but essentially, like the brief that they gave me was something about like um, they wanted to address the our bodies are locked, but our hearts are free. No, I Singapore, <laughs> I love thee. What did they say again? So, something like so not not I, about COVID. No, not about because because this process happened before COVID. Oh yeah. And I might be misremembering, or I might just be like putting my own interpretation on it. But it felt like. They wanted a song that was like optimistic but realistic at the same time. Mm. So essentially, like, and at the time, like, there was a whole bunch of race shit happening in Singapore. So, like, I wrote a song ah, okay. that was kind of like addressing the fact that, like, we are not perfect, but we're a family. Sometimes we fight, and like, sometimes shit can go wrong, but it's okay because, oh, yeah. like, we're so- that's definitely too negative. Eh? Yeah, it's, it was <laughs> yeah, too much. they were like, oh, yeah. I literally, I literally had the lyric like, sometimes even families can fight, and um, I don't think they were too into it because I, I, I felt very strongly at the time about like all this kind of like fake racial harmony that we're raised with because yeah. that's what we're taught in school and it, it's it's like this illusion that because yeah, the problem is you told. don't you don't go deeper right you're just told yeah like hey racial harmony hey racial harmony hey racial harmony but there's no like delving into like why do you feel that way about people who are other than you and oh, no, why is that I, wrong i feel no no like I, I, like it's even weirder than that it's almost like they tell you that singapore is not racist you learn that singapore is not racist <laughs> so try try to grasp this that like we learn that Singapore is not racist until we become old enough to see that it is racist. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, So it's a really strange way to grow up and like to have it slowly revealed to you in that way. Yeah. And then it becomes like whether or not your brain is capable of unlearning something. Some people are not able to and mm-hmm. then they go like, no, Malays and Indians are equal what? <laughs> and it's like, no, no, they're not. Yeah. No, they're not. Yeah, I'm sorry. Chinese are much better. I'm sorry, but they're not 
they, they're not they, equal to us. <laughs> they, they, <laughs> minorities Master in Singapore, race. they have drawn the short straw. Of course. In terms of just like preferential treatment, like fucking things. There's like, you can't even join the Air Force if you're a Muslim. Dude, like, that's, it's so simple. The fact that you have to say what fucking race you are so many times in so many different forms is already fucked up. Like, yeah. the, like, okay, specifically, like, when you're looking for an apartment or whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no. And, like... It's fucking ugh. insane, dude. Like, on, 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 on some rental websites, like 99Co and all no of Indians, that... No Indians, right? They will just straight up... There will be some properties... No, no, I don't think they're as... They, I've they're, seen some. They're not as um, ham-fisted about it nowadays. Like, looking for a professional but, family, maybe a small young family, no they do They do the opposite, where they go diversity-friendly. Ooh. When it's like when you have to say that. Yeah. When you have to say that your apartment will accept all races, that means there's a whole bunch that don't. <laughs> yeah. So Yeesh. Yeah. Anyway. Ugh. Yeah, I want to write the next NDP song. Do it. I've written two now and like neither of them have gotten anywhere. You should eventually you should just release an EP of of rejected National Day songs. <laughs> <laughs> Not good enough. Um You can call it NDP. <laughs> um let me see if, like, nope. No, oh, you no. got some samples. You got some demos. No, I don't know if I if I, if I have it here. I'm like, sure your voice members are packed full of random snippets of stuff. But yeah, that'd be cool. Can you hear a little bit? I'm so thankful for everything this land has given me. For peace and love and opportunity For showing me that I can be anything I want to be Got a little country twang And I am certain Every brother, every sister here inside Ooh. Will build towards a future that is bright But sometimes even families will fight <laughs> and, that's <laughs> and that's when they're like No, 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 no <laughs> Cannot, cannot, cannot <laughs> We've come a long way We can say There's no work to be done If it's worth it then It never can be easy there are bridges to be built. There are challenges to come. But together we will always find our way. I can see you two forever. If we're standing hand in hand, we can start to be in harmony. It's heard across the Yeah, so that's yeah, like that a little nice. rough demo kind of situation. Yeah, that's nice. I was very happy of how that turned out, but I guess it wasn't quite. Like, it the feels brief. right. Yeah, and I think you know the problem is that like people struggle with metaphor. <laughs> so they're like, they're like, wait, a, wait, he's saying we don't get along. Wait a minute, oh fuck, no, cannot. It was interesting because like, I, I I looked back on that demo like a few weeks ago, mm. um, just out of curiosity to like listen back and just see how it felt after writing it. And 
I listened to it like right around the time where like elections were just done. Yeah. A lot of fighting. Yeah. Um, and when my shit just came up in the news where people were yelling at me for not being Singaporean. Yeah. And then I listened to the song and I was like, man. We need, you guys need to hear this message. I really wish that this was the song. Did you just release it like as a B-side? Um, I feel like that's like not very respectful. Oh, like, like, can you make it less about Singapore then and just release it? <laughs> yeah, because it does have some obligatory like patriotic things yeah, in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I mean, it's there's no we hold this precious jewel in our hand. There, yeah. Can I just say that I imagine the airport every time you say that. I think that's the point. I think it. Yeah. I think that was like a little like Easter egg. Yeah. Very not so not pretty obvious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I we hold this precious. Whenever I sing Terminal it, two. honestly, whenever I sing it, like I, I imagine like holding balls in my hand. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, like just, I, I imagine myself like cupping somebody's balls. <laughs> no, I just see Shake Shack, A and W, that movie theater, and airplanes. <laughs> uh, okay. Anyway, uh, that's that's all the, the. There are some more questions, but I'm tired. Yeah, those, are the, those are the ones to go with. I think those are great questions. Um, thank you guys for doing that. Uh, I'm going to put in some plugs because I feel I need to get better at that. Yeah. So if you haven't yet, please follow us on Instagram. Um, Please uh, if, consider supporting us on Patreon. There's some good stuff coming up on there very soon. Um, and and tell a friend and review us. Reviews on, on podcast reviews are fucking weird now, by the way. They're very hard to find. I, Ever since the, the, the dissolve, dis, dissolution of iTunes or whatever. Yeah, I'm not even going to like tell people to review it because I don't even know how to do it. <laughs> my point exactly. <laughs> like my friends just launched you know, a podcast. You know, what, you know what? And I was like... Like re- yeah. review it to your friends. Yeah. Like, whatever you're going to type in that review, just say it to your friends instead. Yeah. In fact, also, someone, in back when they did the survey, wrote the review they were going to write, but they couldn't find it. They wrote it to us, and it was very heartwarming. So, if you have some nice stuff to say, just send it our way. I'm cool with that. <laughs> like, I, I love hearing from you guys, so that's great. Um, but more than that, I hope you guys are safe. I hope you're happy. I hope this podcast has brought you a little bit of... Um, I hope you imagine Nathan having sex for the first time, I guess. Um, yeah. yeah. It was underwhelming. No, I'm kidding. It, oh. was, it was just not, like, I just don't remember it very clearly. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't here, I'll say that. Oh, I forgot to say, important, we were both virgins. What? Sorry, not me and you were both. My person I lost my virginity to was also a virgin, which was oh, kind of magical. Ooh. person I was, no, she didn't, she wasn't. Slut. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that's terrible. She deflowered me. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> thanks for the hang, you On that note, thanks for the hang. What a place to be. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. What a good way, what a good sign, what a good thing. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. <laughs>